I just realized that this weekend is daylight savings time. And what's funny is that in the media, they'll print articles about, oh, daylight savings time. There's health risks associated with daylight savings time. Like some studies have shown there's heart attacks with daylight savings time. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, oh, yeah, yeah. Turning your clocks one number ahead will give you heart attacks. But not taking this experimental injection with some mRNA gene juice. No, 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 no. No hard problems with that. Nothing to see here. What's up, guys? It's Friday. We got a lot to talk about in this one. Holy moly, I've got 30 tabs up in the browser here to scroll through. We're going to be talking about just banks getting crushed. Second biggest bank ever in the country defaulted, right? Silicon Valley is getting a taste of their own medicine here, that's for sure. And it's kind of sad because you got a lot of honest people at the ground floor of these companies losing their jobs and scared of shit. But on the other hand, I mean, the Silicon Valley Bank CEO just dumped a bunch of their stock like last week and then whole bank defaults today government regulators take it over so what did he get some insider trading tips from nancy pelosi or something it's just it's a mess and it's reverberating through the economy through all the markets it's uh it's gonna be an interesting 2023 right prepare yourselves put a Rainy day fun to side, you know? Good to be prepared. So we'll touch on that. A little bit of uh, crypto news too. CBDCs, central bank digital currencies. We've got some honest congressmen and governors trying to fight those central bank digital currencies, which is good. Also some tech news, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. Got some clips from the Twitter files hearings in Congress just uh, yesterday. We're learning some interesting things about how the government was funder, uh, funding some NGOs to censor all of us. We're literally paying for our own censorship. It's great. It's great. It's lovely. Awesome. Uh, also, news on the Ukrainian biolabs. Russia saying that the U.S. is still doing it, still working on those Ukrainian biolabs. Let's see here. Uh... Biden saying some dumb shit about MAGA. I don't know. Oh, we've got some... Uh, I've got a couple health articles in here, health-related news stories. We've got a lawsuit against the EPA right now over fluoride. That's like conspiracy theory 101 research right there. <laughs> like the first thing that people get into when they start red-pilling and getting into conspiracy theories is, oh, fluoride is actually bad for you. Yeah, there's a lawsuit against the EPA right now over uh, fluoride. Also... Articles calling the uh, keto diet bad for you, saying that the keto diet will give you heart attacks. Oh, shit. Who would have thunk? And uh, some climate change, woke stuff to finish up, yada, yada. So that's pretty much what's on deck for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Much appreciated. Friday night stream. And without further ado, let's just dive right into it. And then I do want to promote my Locals page, too. I did a live stream on Locals today. I'm going to start live streaming on Mondays and Fridays, a beginning of the week local stream and an ending of the week local stream. I'm doing them in the mornings, just kind of a shoot the shit, talk about what's gone on, answer comments and questions, just a general chat. And in the meantime, they're totally public streams. You don't have to be supporting me on locals to gain access to these. But in the future, I might do like half and half, half public streams, half supporters only, but that's in the future. For now, feel free to go uh, follow me on Locals and check out the streams. And I'm going to start uploading a bunch more content to Locals too. I've been a little quiet there for the last month or so, but I'll st I'm going to start uploading videos and exclusive content to Locals there. All right. So our top story of the day, that is the Silicon Valley Bank defaulting which again is causing reverberations through the market. A bunch of other banks are just getting clubbed like a baby seal. Uh, 
here's how the second biggest bank collapse in U.S. history happened in just 48 hours. So earlier this week, head of the Fed, good old Jerome Powell, every time he speaks, markets tank. Whenever he opens his mouth, <laughs> markets shit the bed. And he made a announcement that the Fed was looking at raising rates faster and sooner than anticipated to combat inflation. And that kind of sent some shockwaves through the markets. Looks like this Silicon Valley Bank, which is a major bank there in Silicon Valley, does a lot of work with tech companies and venture capitalists that help support tech companies. Silicon Valley Bank surprised investors with news that it needed to raise $2.25 billion to shore up its balance sheets. That caused hysteria through a bunch of venture capital firms. Uh, customers withdrew $42 billion of deposits by the end of Thursday. There was a massive run on this bank. Massive run on this bank, which caused it to default within like two days. It just destroyed it. There you can see its uh, stock price just down 66% plus in a day. <laughs> a day. Uh, shares were even halted. Trading was halted on Wall Street for this bank because it was so volatile. Um, what other points do we have here? Yeah, it's just it's crazy. So there you go. That's what's happening with that bank. And uh, here's a Zero Hedge article that's talking about a bunch of other banks, re local and regional banks in that area just getting destroyed. The bond market, which is supposed to be super reliable, also getting destroyed. So, you know, I was saying this, I was saying this at the end of 2022 in that my my predictions my nostradamus predictions for the economy in 2023 i foresaw that we would get somewhat of a re re uh, relief rally in crypto markets and stock markets in quarter one in the first part of 2023 which we kind of already saw crypto went up bitcoin went up 40 percent s p went up to like 4100 4200 something like that uh, so there was a little bit of a couple months of green couple months of up and then what I said a few months ago is that I foresaw come summertime or second half of the year, we would see new lows in the stock market and everything would just, it would dead cat bounce and everything would fall again. Well, I think my prediction was a little wrong because it looks like it's happening sooner than expected. We're not, not even at the end of quarter one and it's taken a real hard downturn, I think maybe by summertime. Maybe quarter two, we'll be seeing new lows in the stonk markets. And then, great, we can all blame Biden and get everybody to hate him even more. So, thanks. Thanks, Joe. Silicon ba Valley Bank CEO Greg Becker sold $4 million of company shares under a trading plan less than two weeks before the bank's failure. Great. Like I said, that, that Nancy Pelosi trading. Good gosh. Just do whatever Nancy Pelosi does and... You'll survive in these stock markets. That's for damn sure. I think there's even a... <laughs> there's like a... What do they call it? I don't know if it's like an ETF or some sort of trading website. Or there's like a platform that just tracks Nancy Pelosi trades. And <laughs> it's doing a hell of a lot better than a lot of banks and trading funds out there. It's pretty hilarious. So anyway, yeah. Silicon Valley Bank wrecked. A lot of these tech companies have a bunch of money in Silicon Valley Bank. Roku stock is down after saying that they have 26% of their cash reserves and cash equivalents held in this SVB Silicon Valley Bank. And they don't know what extent they're going to be able to recover their cash on deposit at SVB. So I hope Roku survives. By the way, I've got a, I've gotten Roku app. If you want to go check it out, I think you have to search Destroying the Illusion. Or it might be under my name, Jordan Sather, or Destroying the Illusion. You'll be able to find all my videos on Roku. Much appreciated, you guys watching there. But yeah, Roku's getting wrecked. There's a lot of other tech companies and uh, some 
crypto heavy banks and funds that uh use silicon valley banks so it's a uh, it's big hit it's a big hit good old janet yellen here warning u.s house members of economic collapse from default economic collapse sounds a little fear porny not gonna lie sounds a little fear porny but i do think there's some something to be said there about where things are going to go in the coming months i mean if the fed keeps squeezing if the fed keeps raising rates we're probably gonna have a few more defaults in banks around the country so yikes that's the times we're in that's the symptom of endless money printing folks money printer go brrr. what's the stat on all the US dollars printed over the past few years. Isn't it some 70% of all US dollars in circulation have been printed just over the last three years? Quantitative easing, gotta love it. 14 years of it, right? Pretty much since the last stock market collapse, the last economic collapse of 2008, 2009, Fed's just been printing since then. And now we're at the first point in 14, 15 years where they're starting to take money out of the circulating supply, tighten things up. So there you go. Thanks, Fed. Thanks, central banking. You guys are great. Also, this is not related to what's going on with the Silicon Valley Bank. At least it doesn't appear to be. But Wells Fargo also having some issues, just tech issues, I suppose. Wells Fargo warns customers of incorrect balances or missing transactions. Bunch of people on social media were complaining that they were have having just missing transactions in their accounts. And some even reported having negative balances. And here you've got Wells Fargo doing PR on their Twitter account, replying to all the people asking, WTF is going on with my balance. Sorry for the inconvenience. Sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Thanks, banks. That is fractional reserve lending at its finest. <laughs> and uh, on to another subject, crypto. So central banks, globalists, deep state, Joe Biden, all those clowns, they do not like Bitcoin because they do not like a centralized network that's outside of their control that people can transact peer-to-peer -peer and exchange value. So what the powers that be or powers that shouldn't be are doing is trying to spread all kinds of FUD, F-U-D, FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt about decentralized cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, trying to spread a bunch of doubt about it, undermine it, and then introduce their central bank digital currencies they're saying hey this crypto market is the wild west it shouldn't be there we need something we can control we need something we own so central bank digital currencies are the answer not good uh and luckily this congressman out of indiana tom emmer he made some statements at a uh libertarian think tank in washington the other day saying that CBDCs, central bank digital currencies, could be easily weaponized to spy on U.S. citizens. Uh, yeah. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah. That's obviously easy to see the point as to why they're trying to roll them out. Is to track our every transaction. Is to, you know, like China does. Like CCP do. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Cut it off. If we're not model citizens following the rules, try to buy something at the store and you get the error message on your CBDC wallet. So, yeah. Good on that congressman for standing up against CBDCs. I don't think enough people really realize the gravity of the situation when it comes to central bank digital currencies. And also, Christy Nome, governor of South Dakota, vetoed a bill that would have paved the way for central bank digital currencies in the state. So good on her for that too. Um, 
I mean, a lot of people just see the fact that central banks are associated with these digital currencies and they go, ooh, how about no? How about? Hell no, to the no, 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 hell to the no. Right, so, okay, still on the financial market, but shifting gears a little bit. We're talking Epstein news now. So, JP Morgan, another one of those lovely banks, right? Those big old lovely, massive, nasty banks. JP Morgan must hand over CEO Jamie Dimon's record in Jeffrey Epstein lawsuit. This is that lawsuit that is coming out of the Virgin Islands. Or Attorney General of the Virgin Islands is trying to make Jamie Dimon, J.P. Morgan CEO, hand over his correspondence with Jeffrey Epstein because apparently Jamie Dimon says, oh, we only have records up to 2009. And there's a span of a few years there, I think from 2009 to 2014-15, that the Virgin Islands wants access to and i think we all kind of want access to like okay why did jp morgan and chase allow jeffrey epstein to have accounts there with millions and millions of dollars while jeffrey epstein was a convicted pedo right a lot of uh, question marks with that relationship jamie diamond and epstein and it's pretty obvious in my opinion that jamie diamond is trying to cover it up J.P. Morgan Chase is trying to cover it up, and they don't want to answer as to why they let Epstein have an account there and what he was doing with that account. So there's that. Those records might be handed over soon. And then we're also awaiting the, I guess, the client list of Jeffrey Epstein too, right? I'm not exactly sure what the ETA on that is, but maybe within a few weeks, I think it was supposed to be, that that client list in the one of the New York lawsuits up there, the one that had all the Jane Doe's and John Doe's that I guess were going to get unmasked. Waiting on it. We'll see. We'll see when that comes. On to COVID news. The House unanimously voted on, pretty fascinating that it was a unanimous vote. House voted 419 to zero on a bill that requires the Director of National Intelligence to declassify all information on the origins of COVID. But here's the kicker. The bill now requires Joe Biden's signature. What's Biden going to do? Uh, help all of his friends out and not sign it, but then piss off the country? Or sign it and declassify all the information on the COVID-19 origin? What's he going to do? I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> we'll see. Tech news. TikTok. So TikTok is facing heat in America. Quite a few Western countries, actually. Countries trying to ban TikTok because it's pretty clear that TikTok is just a giant data mining app. Giant spying app for the CCP. Now, TikTok is trying to protect their reputation, and they hired a communications firm that helped run Biden's 2020 presidential campaign. This communications firm has connections to the Biden crime family, and now TikTok is working with that comms firm. Yeah, right? I'll press the button again. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Asshole. So good luck, TikTok. Good luck. Meta, otherwise known as Facebook, is creating a decentralized Twitter alternative codenamed P92. I don't know if P92 has any significance, but a decentralized Twitter alternative. So the reason being is because their whole metaverse play just tanked. Massive flop. All of the money, what, some millions, if not billion dollars they invested into all this metaverse stuff. It's just <laughs> shit the bed. So now they're working on a decentralized Twitter alternative. But I find this interesting. Well, number one, obviously, 
It's kind of like battle of the big tech companies. You've got Elon Musk owning Twitter now. There's more free speech going on on Twitter that the globalists are trying to shut down. So, okay, let's have our still deep state controlled Facebook created Twitter alternative. So it'll look the same, run the same, but we'll be able to censor there more. So they're just trying to get people off Twitter, right, onto other apps that are uh, more brainwashy, I guess we could say. Uh, but also, you know, I've been talking about a, a decentralized open protocol network called Noster recently. I made a video on this. I've talked about this in a few recent live streams, how Noster is a decentralized open protocol social network. And uh, I find it curious that now Meta is working on a decentralized platform that's pretty much the same thing as Noster is. So it's almost like these tech companies know that decentralized social media is the future. So what they're trying to do is get ahead of the game, monopolize it before other, shall we say, un unmonopolized platforms start to take off. And isn't this kind of a paradox though? Facebook is, is centralized to its core, yet Meta wants to create a decentralized Twitter alternative. You're still having a centralized company creating a decentralized network. I guess it depends on how the network is made up, the infrastructure and all that, but I don't know. Obviously, it's rigged. Let's see. Twitter files news. So... We had the House Judiciary Subcommittee and their Twitter hearings yesterday. Some of these journalists like Matt Taibbi and uh, Schellenberger were testifying in front of this, in front of Congress, and they were a few of the investigative journalists that Elon Musk handed the Twitter files to. They've been reporting on the Twitter files. So some pretty fascinating testimony that they were giving. Uh, I got a clip of it that I'll play next. But one of the things we were learning in a recent Twitter files thread that Matt Taibbi did. This is Twitter files number 18 now. We're up to iteration 18 of the Twitter files. Matt Taibbi put these out yesterday morning. So some more interesting stuff in it, right? These Twitter files are pretty much a drip by drip. Soft disclosure of all this sort of stuff, uh, bit by bit, but Highlight of this one, the Financial Times, which is a private newspaper, the Financial Times was essentially threatening Twitter, giving them until the end of the day, this email said, this was early 2021, uh, Financial Times was giving Twitter until the end of the day to provide a steer on whether RFK Jr., and other vaccine offenders will be censored. They were trying to force Twitter to remove Joseph Mercola, Dr. Mercola, love his work, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Ty and Charlene Bollinger, Sherry Tenpenny, Riza Islam, Rashid Batar. Oh, Aaron Elizabeth, look at that. Sayer G. I love Sayer G's work too. Sayer G's wife, Kelly Brogan, Christine Northrup, Ben Tapper, Kevin Jenkins. These are, this is the list that that Center for Countering Digital Hate NGO, that's another NGO we have. This was the one, the Center for Countering Digital Hate, they were the one funded by the British government. We learned that recently too. Center for Countering Digital Hate is funded by the British government. And in fact, back in 2020, I remember the Center for Countering Digital Hate was tweeting about me and my Destroying the Illusion YouTube channel over some reason or another. I think it was because I was I was a, a Q reporter or something like that. I can't remember if it was related to Q or related to COVID, but the Center for Countering Digital Hate was trying to go after me. That was three years ago. But here they are in 2021 uh, trying to pressure or being used to pressure Twitter to censor, censor all them anti-vaxxers. Yeah, right, more like the Center for Countering Digital Truth, indeed. So that's one big bombshell from the Twitter files. Here's another one, uh, NewsGuard. 
another one of those NGO fact checker groups uh, that got money from governments. Matt Taibbi testified in front of the uh, in front of Congress that NewsGuard got money from the DoD, the freaking Department of Defense, almost a million dollars to pressure tech companies to censor. Pressure tech companies to censor with articles like this. Hot diggity darn. NewsGuard was another one of those NGOs that was writing hit pieces on me. Here was the uh, Twitter super spreaders tracking Twitter's COVID-19 misinformation super spreaders. They wrote this in 2020, and it's a list with uh, what they call the, the worst COVID misinformation offenders on Twitter. I remember this account, Deep State Exposed. They were decent. David Icke. Oh, there's Dr. Mercola again. Eh, and there's me. They didn't like me talking about chlorine dioxide. <laughs> I was talking about chlorine dioxide too much. So they wrote about me. Martin Geddes on there. CJ Truth. Organic lifestyle. So NewsGuard. Another middle finger for them. Get wrecked. And I love to see them get roasted in these Twitter file hearings. I'm going to play this minute-long clip of uh, Schellenberger and Taibbi talking to Congress here yesterday. Let's have a listen. Just quickly, we, we found just yesterday a tweet from um, the, the Virality Project at Stanford, which has partnered with a, new, a number of government agencies on Twitter, where they talked explicitly about um, censoring stories of true vaccine side effects um, and other true stories that they felt uh, encouraged hesitancy. Now, the important... The, true. Yeah, so they use the word true three times uh, in this email. I'm just going to stop it. I can barely hear it, and I have the volume as loud as I can. But basically, what Matt Taibbi is saying here is that Stanford... Stanford was working with another NGO called the Virality Project, and they partnered with a number of government agencies to run a disinformation campaign to hide the truth about vaccines on Twitter. So great. Not only are these government-funded NGOs, wait, government-funded non-governmental organizations. Think of that one. Ruminate on that one. Does that make sense? Not only do we have these government-funded non-governmental organizations coming after the truth tellers on social media, but also frickin' universities. So we're funding the NGOs and we're funding the universities to censor us on the internet. And Stanford, good old Stanford. There's so many connections between Stanford and the CIA. So many. You can go back 50 years and find all kinds of work that Stanford did with uh, the CIA, Stanford Research Institute and whatnot. So anyway, there's that. And we got this. So uh, who investigates the investigators? It's a good question. We learned earlier this week that Biden's FTC, the FTC won't let me be, the Federal Trade Commission wanted was investigating Elon Musk and Twitter, and the FTC was trying to force Elon Musk to hand over all the names of the journalists that Elon Musk was giving the internal Twitter documents to, the Twitter files documents. So Biden's FTC is going after Elon Musk, investigating Twitter and Musk over the Twitter files releases, basically. So now Jim Jordan and Ted Cruz are investigating the FTC's investigation this is a mind uh, screw here. Ted Cruz and Jim Jordan are investigating the FTC's investigation of Twitter and Musk. That's good stuff. Let's get some claps for that. Jim Jordan's doing some good work about a lot of stuff. Jim Jordan is going after big tech, the FTC, uh... He's going after COVID origins. What else is good old Jim Jordan going after? Oh, the ATF. Check this out. A couple of days ago, Jim Jordan demanded 
the ATF director testified before the House Judiciary Committee. Yeah, you get some claps for that one, too. Get some claps for that one, too. Ha. ATF on deck. Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> get it? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the ATF is... Remember, the ATF, alcohol, tobacco, firearms agency no authority to make laws they're only supposed to enforce them but what the atf tries to do is come out with these quote-unquote rules or regulations and then enforce their own arbitrary rules they come out with so they're trying to put pressure on uh federal firearms dealers ffls on gun shops, they're trying. They came out with their pistol brace ban, and if you get found with a pistol brace on any short-barreled firearm or any any pistol carbine, you're a felon, and you have to if you you know you got to register it with the government and pay a bunch of taxes and all sorts of shit. So ATF coming out with with a bunch of dumb rules. They don't have the authority to do that. So Jim Jordan is calling on some ATF directors and deputy directors to come testify. So hopefully Jim Jordan can pressure the ATF to drop their stupid rules. Hope so. All right. Um, yeah, maybe. It's weird. All this weird stuff going on in Ohio, right? You know what I'm saying? With the trains and the plant explosions and all that sort of weird stuff, you know what I'm saying? wonder if some of that is, like, purposeful. Like a message being sent to Jim Jordan or something like that. Um, I don't know. The conspiracy theorist gears are turning. Our next story, coming from The Intercept. This was a few days ago, but it just came across my radar today. Uh, they came across some declassified or internal documents from the government, from the military, specifically the uh, SOCOM or Special Operations Command. And within these documents, it states that U.S. Special Forces want to use deep fakes for psychological operations. Here is that uh, unclassified report saying that SOCOM wants to use deepfakes. Let's see, I'm going to do a keyword search in here for deepfakes. And indeed, there we go. So, the Special Operations Command wants to provide a next generation of deepfake or other similar technology to generate messages and influence operations via non-traditional channels in relevant peer or near-peer environments great yeah good point chat as if they don't do that already Ooh. but now they want to do it kind of like out in the open or with congress's blessing and get official funding to open up yeah i i i would be more shocked than not or more not shocked than shocked to find out that they weren't doing this but they were probably doing it, you know, covertly in classified settings. Now they want to do it in unclassified settings. But I'm thinking back to like, man, maybe some of those. <sighs> I won't get into that here. That's that's uh, maybe we could talk about that in the Q&A portion at the end of this video. But oh, yeah, totally. Special operations, all kinds of deep fakes already out on the Internet and using uh, artificial intelligence tools and paid click farm shills. And I mean, we, we were just talking about all the evidence of the funding of the Department of Defense using NGOs and shell companies basically to censor people on the internet. But there's also, I'm sure all kinds of influence operations they're using with paid shills and comment sections and higher disinformation assets, making YouTube videos or making even Rumble videos or Telegram or wherever, right? Like. I wonder how much of this, like, Flat Earth, Nazara, conspiracy clickbait bullshit, Blue Beam, fake moon landing, Flat Earth, et cetera, et cetera. 
uh, is how many of those are paid assets putting that stuff out, right? Or how much of that in comment sections is due to paid special ops, psyop shills, putting it out there. I don't know. Okay. Uh, let's move through the rest of the tabs here. Next story. New York prosecutors signal Trump may face criminal charges from Stormy Daniels scandal. Gotta get Trump. I don't think it's as much as these prosecutors trying to get Trump these days as much as it is. That's just a convenient excuse to give them something to do with their jobs. And they know that they're going to get their blessings from their superiors and money for it. And oh, it's just a never ending career for them. Some of these prosecutors are just making a career out of trying to get Trump. Ah, that failed. Well, Make up something else to get Trump with. Make up something else to get Trump with. So, whatever. That was in the news today. Uh, Biden trending on Twitter because of some... Good God. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. So this is what he had to say about MAGA Republicans. MAGA Republicans are calling for defunding the police department and defunding the FBI now. That's a good one. I like that one. Oh, it's the MAGA Republicans calling for defunding the police departments. What in the gaslighting ass backwards clown world do I live in? It's the MAGA Republicans calling for defunding the police departments? Whatever. Yeah, when it comes to defunding the FBI, though, I mean, let's be real. Some of, some of us have definitely been calling for defunding the FBI, or at least, like, totally gutting it and restructuring the FBI. Um, but defunding the police? What? Trending for that clear lie. Russia in the news, because they made a statement today. Some of their uh, top ministers, the, the Russian Ministry of Defense itself, said today that U.S.-funded biological research laboratories continue to operate in Ukraine in spite of official statements indicating that they have been deactivated. So Russia is still going after those biolabs. Um, I don't know what the status is on Russia calling for the U.N. to convene a council or convene a commission on the biolabs. I don't know the status on that, but... Clearly, Russia is still, still pushing that, that aspect of it, the whole biolabs thing. So, that's not going away. That is not going away. Also, we got Zelensky here shilling against the uh, Nord Stream pipeline narratives with his Jedi mind tricks. Nothing to see here. Ukraine says it had no involvement in the attacks on the Nord Stream pipelines. Now, remember, earlier this week, the New York Times and some German newspapers put out reports that it was a pro-Ukrainian group behind the Nord Stream pipeline blow-up. Um, yeah, sure, Zelensky could be telling the truth. It probably wasn't Ukraine, but it probably was a pro-Ukrainian group. But the Joe Biden government says, oh, we had nothing to do with it. But that pro-Ukraine group could definitely be the CIA. Of course, Joe Biden wants you to think they had nothing to do with it. Giant misdirection piece. Now they're all playing hot potato. Like, I didn't blow up the pipeline. You did. I didn't blow up the pipeline. You did. No, it was you. No, it was you. Uh, Pope. The Pope. He actually says something interesting here. Uh, he's looking kind of... He's not looking good. Oh, shoot. I'm still on the chat. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know how long I had the chat up. Anyway. Um, the Pope here saying that the uh, Ukraine war is fueled not just by the Russian Empire. Not just by the Russian Empire. Huh. What kind of comments are that? Also, yeah, he's looking wrecked, isn't he? He's looking like Hillary Clinton wrecked. But so who else is 
fueling what other empires fueling the war in Ukraine? This is kind of an unpope like thing to say. It almost sounds like he's going against the grain here. Several empires. He said the war in Ukraine is driven by the interests of several empires and not just of Russia's. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, no shit. Uh, okay, a couple health-related articles here. Uh, there's a lawsuit against the EPA for the use of fluoride. And that could prompt the pending release of a potentially damaging report. The organization that is suing the EPA is called the Fluoride Action Network. And um, they actually have a pretty... Great website. If you're trying to wake somebody up to fluoride, go to the Fluoride Action Network's website, and uh, it's really well done, really professional looking. A lot of good information on there on how fluoride sucks. But the EPA continues to oppose and delay a lawsuit filed by the Fluoride Action Network to ban the use of fluoride in public water supplies. And, uh, oh, the lawsuit began six years ago. Hot diggity darn. The petition, the lawsuit, referenced more than 2,500 pages of scientific documentation detailing the risks of water fluoridation to human health, including more than 180 published studies showing fluoride is linked to reduced IQ and neurotoxic harm. So, essentially, the EPA is breaking their own laws, the Toxic Substances Control Act, Man, another three-letter agency that needs to get gutted, right? Let's see. A new study says, new research shows that a keto diet may be associated with a higher risk of heart disease. It's daylight savings time. It's marijuana. It's cold showers. It's video games. It's climate change. It's keto diets that all cause heart problems. Not vaccines. Um, yeah, good God. So here's the thing. This study came from the Healthy Heart Program Prevention Clinic and the University of British Columbia Center for Heart Lung Innovation. I was checking out the University of Brit British Columbia Center for Heart Lung Innovation. Uh, oh man, I brought up their annual report from 2021, a couple years ago, and I looked at their funders Big surprise. Pfizer of Canada, Glaxo, Smith Klein, you know, pharmaceutical company, pharmaceutical company, uh, Bayer, big funder of University of British Columbia Center for Heart Lung Innovation. So, yeah. <sighs> Science, man. It's all about the money. 99% of studies show that scientists will make the study say whatever their funders want, want it to say. Uh, another cause of heart disease, ozone pollution linked to increased heart disease, says study. Where did this study come from? Uh, published in the European Heart Journal, a team of China-led researchers. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. I mean, air pollution, all that toxic shit in the atmosphere, not good for human health. I could see that. But, of course, you have the slide, the red herring, the all this stuff is bad for your heart, but not the vaccines. And then there's also the whole climate agenda that's thrown into this. Ozone, bad for your heart and bad for the climate. So, two woke topics in one with this. Everything woke turns to shit. Yeah, right. Uh, speaking of climate change, U.S. Energy Secretary wants you scared. 
It is an existential threat. Do you care about climate change? Do you care about the future for you, for your children? Do you want to know how we can solve it through cool technology? I've got a very snappy Prezi that I'm going to be doing. Snappy Prezi. How can anybody turn that down? So come to my speech. See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. That was one of the cringiest videos I've seen in a long time. We've got all these cool technologies. We're going to solve the climate change. Don't you care about it? Come to my speech. Dude. Are you not entertained? <laughs> See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. And then Kamala Harris, too. Um, she's worried about climate mental health. She's worried about young Americans suffering climate mental health problems. Specifically, that they have to get jobs when they should be spending their time being climate change activists. Uh, yeah. They kind of do have mental problems, right? If they are that concerned about the fake science climate agenda. <laughs> but of course, that's not what Kamala Harris is saying. Um... She thinks kids struggle with climate, mental health, and stress about having to actually work instead of being activists. I'm so stressed out that I can't go throw tomato soup on a Van Gogh painting. Uh, uh, I'm so stressed out that I can't go sit in the middle of a street for five hours blocking traffic and I have to go to work. Well, yeah, I mean, Gen Z these days, they do stress about having to work, huh? Uh. I mean, one of the young leaders was talking to me about climate mental health. I said, tell me what's going on with your peers. Climate mental health. And she talked. I said, I think I understand that, but unpack it for me. Oh, I can't, I can't play the rest of her just voice. Ugh. Emotional damage. Climate mental health. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, man. And then uh, let's finish up with um, the some more woke stuff. Racism and LGBT, whatever. Colin Kaepernick accusing his parents, his own white adoptive parents, of perpetuating racism. Can you play victim any harder than this freaking clown? He wrote a book, I guess. His memoir. Uh, he wrote a graphic novel recently, I guess, about himself. Writing about himself, great, because he had such an impactful life on the world. And he was talking about this book in an interview with CBS News, and Colin Kaepernick said, I know my parents loved me, but there were still very problematic things that I went through. I think it was important to show that, no, this can happen in your own home. In one example that Kaepernick cites, he told his parents that he wanted to get his hair done in cornrows, but his mother first asked what cornrows even meant before commenting that the look was not professional, and that it made him look like a little thug. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. You're like a multi-millionaire, friggin' former NFL I mean, what use is it throwing your parents under the bus at this point? Even if they didn't let you do your hair the way you wanted to do your hair and said some mean things when you were like 10 or whatever. What's the use in throwing your parents under the bus at this point? And then... Heroes don't just wear capes. They also drive Fords. In Fort Lauderdale, police searched for a uh, suspect who left tire marks on a pride flag emblazoned crosswalk. Some argued that the incident was hateful. It was hit by hate. Hit by hate. Dude did a burnout on the pride flag in the middle of the intersection. Skirt! Ha, ha, ha.
right? Uh, so you're telling me that all these hot darn near liberal antifers, they can be out there in the streets burning American flags, but when homie just wants to do a burnout in the road, cops got to go looking for him. Oh, uh, this isn't an act of hate towards people. This is an act of hate towards your propaganda, your brainwashing agenda. The whole world's right? Who is harmed? Who is harmed in the making of these burnouts? If you don't want tire tracks on your colorful rainbow, don't paint it in the road. Because that's what happens to roads. They get tire marks on them. Maybe this guy can just plead colorblindness or something. I didn't know it was there. I'm colorblind. I thought it was an American flag. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's bring in some music. chat for a little bit. Alright, let's see if I got any uh, shout-outs to give. Gold pills. Thank you, Porpoiseful. Hello? I think I saw Matt, 1776. Send some to. Appreciate it, brother. Oh yeah, Hershey's candy bars are on the uh, Pride Rainbow People bandwagon too, right? So now you're boycotting Hershey candy bars. Hey, at least it's a bunch of it's a bunch of shitty companies that make shitty products that aren't good for you that are jumping on the woke bandwagon so if you boycott Hershey candy bars you're just gonna make yourself healthier and then you're not gonna be buying products from woke companies so it's a win-win it's win-win Thank you, Porpoiseful. A few more gold pills there. Appreciate it. Someone spray painted FJB all over the back roads here in Wisconsin. Nice. What was up with knowledge based yesterday? What do you mean? I thought it was a fun chat. You know, there might have been a couple of things that Ken said that was a little out there. And I might want a little more uh, evidence on. But there was a lot of talk in that show that was, uh, I think, pertinent and resourceful. I missed. So when we pay Colin Kaepernick reparations, do we only have to pay him half? He got his reparations from the NFL. He's good. You shouldn't lie, baby. No, no. 
Def Jeff, you're going to catch my live locals chat later? Appreciate it. We'll be doing another one of those on Monday. Sometimes when people get into the whole reptilian lizard people stuff, I'm like, eee. But hey, people are going to say what they want to say. Uh, did I check out Dimitri Katz yet on niacin and glutamine? I have not. No. If you have a specific like video or article I could check out that would help me. It would save me a lot of time. When's clickbait? I'm gonna shoot for tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon, evening. So. I'll post on Telegram, True Social, about it before I uh, before I go live. I'll give you a heads up, a few hours notice. But yeah, probably um, Eastern time, six seven o'clock tomorrow, Eastern. I agree, Jeff. This whole thing is like a slow burn. Just want someone to turn it up to four fifty and get it over with. But, you know, sometimes the slow burn is better. From some perspectives, the slow burn is better. For the country, it's better. Maybe we want it done faster, but this ain't just about us, it's about everybody. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Just turn the lights down low. Come right on over here to me. I know you don't want no commitments. Man, I'm tired tonight. Um, I think I might head out. If you guys have any last comments, questions, feel free. Send them over, but I uh, still got some stuff to do tonight. And I'm getting kind of tired. Been a long week. A lot of work done this week. Uh, now all you guys in the chat are just talking shit about people, which I support. I support your endeavors in talking shit about who you're specifically talking about, but I don't want to get into it. Not right now. We'll save that for the uh, clickbait stream tomorrow. That'll be a fun one. I got to go get some bourbon for it, though. Got to stock back up. Then we'll be having some fun. All right. Have a good night, guys. Have a good weekend. Again, I'll be uh, I'll be doing that local stream on Monday. I'll be streaming here on Monday. Uh, I've got some videos coming out over the weekend. Go check my Conscious Strength channels. I got I got some videos coming up on. JordanSather.tv too for all you guys subscribed there. Uh, and those videos will come out on Locals as well if you're also subscribed on Locals. So, um, And maybe a Substack podcast over the weekend too. So more work coming up.
All right, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Take care. See you later.